Anybody excited for God's word tonight? Awesome. We start a brand new sermon series called Practice. And um, it's going to be a series of talks. The next couple weeks, we're going to be kind of graduating every week into another talk. And um, I really believe, man, the Holy Spirit is leading all of us into a more intimate relationship with Jesus. Can I get a strong amen on that, somebody? The Holy Spirit is leading us to a stronger, deeper relationship. So if you're here tonight and you're, you kind of don't know anything about church, we welcome you. Welcome home. All right? You don't have to believe what we believe to belong here. You belong here. And we just want to let you know that, that, you know, we're all about building up a group of people that have a personal relationship with Jesus. It's the goal of everything we do is that we all just join in together and we, we walk through this journey of life and search after who Jesus is. And so we're going to start a new series of talks called Practice. And I really believe if we tune in and if we prepare our hearts that God can really do something amazing in our lives. You guys believe that tonight? Come on, you can do better than that. Do you believe that? We're going to be reading from the book of Philippians. But before we do anything, I just want to pray real quick. Is that all right? Is that okay if we can pray at church? Is that cool? Can you grab the hand of the person next to you? And here's a good question before we start tonight. Am I ready for God's word? And we talked about that last week. Come on, every head bowed, every eye closed. Come on, with every head bowed, every eye closed. Listen, just, just understand that a prepared heart is a heart that is ready to receive. And I love how Lulu mentioned it earlier. Uh, break the walls down that are over your heart so that the seeds that are thrown out, may they land on fertile ground and not on cement. So some of you guys got a cemented heart, a hard heart. So, so much stuff is all around your heart. So when seeds are given, you know, it's, it's not even about the farmer. It's not even about the seeds. It's about the ground that it's landing on. Is your heart ready for what God's about to do tonight? Is your heart ready? That's a good question. God, am I really ready for this? Prepare my heart. I'm listening. I'm open to you, God. Speak to me tonight. And everybody says, amen. So the title of tonight's sermon, it's, uh, it's kind of long, right? So, so the sermon series, somebody say practice. That was my, uh, that was like 15 people. Can somebody say practice in this house tonight? All right. The title of tonight's sermon is this, though. Practice everything the enemy doesn't want you to do. It's kind of long, and I'm going to elaborate on that. But the title of tonight's talk is Everything the Enemy, the Devil, Satan, Everything the Enemy Doesn't Want You to Do is Practice. So that's the title. Everything the Enemy Doesn't Want You to Do. Everything the Enemy Does Not Want You to Do. Let's read the book of Philippians. Read together. If you have a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, on your way out, we have a table for you. Just grab a free Bible. It's on us. It says this in Philippians. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and whatever is admirable, if, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, I love this, put it in to practice and the God of peace will be with you. I don't know if you, you need some peace in your life. Maybe you need some practice. And, and, and we're going to talk about real quick what actually comes along with practice. See, check this out. As believers in Jesus, and if you're not a believer in Jesus, uh, at the end of tonight's sermon, we're going to give you a moment. And I believe hands going to go up for the first time. Anybody believe with me tonight? Salvation is going to happen tonight. But listen, passion and practice go hand in hand. I want you to understand this. Passion and practice 
We're talking about basic ways to build our faith. That's what this sermon series is all about. Basic ways to practice and put our faith into work. But listen, practice is nothing without passion and vice versa. Passion is nothing without practice. Anybody passionate for something? Where my b-ball is at? Anybody love to play basketball? Anybody passionate for basketball? Anybody passionate for video games? Anybody like to play video games? We're all grown up. We still play. Any ladies passionate for like shopping? Any I like to shop? For you? Any my ladies, you guys, you guys like uh, makeup? Anybody love makeup? Any passionate for makeup? Anybody passionate for food? Come on, somebody. Amen. God is good. He gave me food. Amen. The truth is, you were created to be passionate. There's something inside all of us that is actually a whole, that we're passionate for something. We long for something. We yearn for something. Some of you guys are passionate for people. You just love relationships, and you love being with new friends and finding new friends. Some of you guys aren't passionate for people. No, new friends. Hold up. All right? Some of you guys are passionate for shopping and clothes and looking awesome. Some of you guys are passionate for arts, and, and you're passionate to draw, and that's awesome. The three of y'all in here, I'm with you, all right? I love art. Who loves art in this house tonight? The three of us. Oh, okay. A little bit more. I feel good. Listen, passion is great, but passion has to be followed up with action. Passion has to be followed up with action. For example, you can't tell me you like to play video games and you don't own a game system. You're crazy, all right? I like to watch other people play. You can't tell me you like to shop and you don't go to the mall. Like, that makes no sense. Or you don't online shop. Any online shoppers in the house tonight? The few, the proud, the Marines. You can't tell me you like to shop and you don't shop. You can't tell me you like makeup and don't own not even one of those little brushes things. I don't even know. Sponge. Y'all taking, like, household amenities and just getting creative with it. You done with that sock? You, you done with that toothbrush? I'm trying to brush the, the baby hairs. I'm trying to brush the baby hairs. I got a sister and a girlfriend. Watch out. You can't tell me you like makeup and you don't got no makeup. You can't tell me you, have, you love sports, but you don't have a favorite team. You don't have a jersey. You don't have a ball. Listen to me. You can't have passion for God and not follow it up with practice. It's the same thing with God. You can't have passion for God and not follow that up with some things that you have to do. Check this out. Real passion is followed by practice. It, it goes hand in hand. Passion has to be followed up by practice because passion by itself is just hype. Passion by itself is just, you're weird, all right? You, you love makeup, but you don't put on makeup. You're weird. Passion by itself, all right, you're, you're a little weird. But, but listen, real passion is followed by practice. It's hand in hand. And listen to me huge. If you don't hear anything else I, hear, I say tonight, listen to this. The enemy is okay with your passion. The devil, Satan himself, is all right if you're passionate with God. He's not all right if you take your passion and put it into practice. He's okay with it. You know the super passionate, you know, the, the super passionate people, they post on Instagram. He's fine. Like if he had a phone, he's looking at your post, like, okay, cool. <laughs> she went to church on Friday. You know, or you come to every week. You come every week, right? And, and you know, church attendance is awesome. You know, we love church attendance. But, but, but you come every week, and, and he sees that, and he knows you're here tonight. He knows you're in your seat. And if you only have passion, I believe he's okay with that. Really hear me tonight. 
If all you do is come on Fridays and you hit the, you know, the Dougie doing worship, you know, we love to worship like crazy up in here. But listen, if that's all it is, I think he's okay with that. If all you have is his hype with no practice, listen, he is okay with you just being passionate. Hear me big tonight. And some of y'all are like, yo, I don't even know this Jesus thing. Listen, when you meet him, and if you haven't met him already, you're going to have some passion. But listen, I want to encourage you. Listen, real passion is followed up with practice. So once you begin to put your passion into practice, I feel like that's when the enemy has a problem with you. I remember when I first started uh, dating. For real, right? We all dated. No, we dated for real. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> started dating for real. I remember I was like surface level dating, right? Like, you know, we weren't even Instagram official yet, not even Twitter official. It was just, you know, talking. I remember talking to my friends, you know, and uh, one of my church friends, funny. I said, like, hey, man, you know, I'm talking to this girl, you know. I show her, he's like, oh, cool, that's dope, man, do your thing, you know. And uh, I remember, you know, it was a real surface level, but then when things started getting deep, I just got all this negativity from the people that I love. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? Y'all were okay when we were talking, but now that she's on my Instagram, it's like, yo, you can trust her? You sure about it? What's up, bro? What's going on over here, man? I don't know. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> you have an issue when I start taking things seriously. You have an issue when I actually graduate in my relationship with this person. Listen, just like those relationship haters, that is the enemy with your relationship with Jesus. Listen, he's okay with you keeping the surface level, but once you try to start dating Jesus, once you take Jesus outside of these four walls, once you try to start praying in your house, and once you open up your Bible on Monday, come on, he starts to trip out. Like, wait, what are you doing? Why, you sure you can trust this God? You sure you can believe in this God? Wait, wait, you don't even see him. Hold up, come on, you barely even feel him, and you feel all these emotions. Like, it's so hard. To love God outside of church. Ding, ding, ding. The enemy's not okay with you putting your passion into practice. He's not okay with it. So he's going to give you lies. He's going to feed you stuff. He's going to tell you this, this is really real. And, and the problem is that we, we fall into that trap. And, and sometimes we even fur fall further away from this passion. I want to encourage you tonight. Listen, passion with practice will sustain you. Come on, can you write that down? Can you believe that tonight? Listen, passion matched with practice, it will sustain you. And this is the thing. These next couple weeks, we're going to dive into ways of practice. So we're going to be practicing, you know, how to read the Bible, practicing how to pray, practicing worship, practicing fellowship and discipleship. And it's literally going to be steps towards a more personal relationship with Jesus. But tonight, as the introduction, I want to throw this point up. Listen, practice will push you closer to what you're passionate for. Practice will always push you closer to what you're passionate for. So if you are passionate for Jesus and you want to get closer to Jesus, you need to put some practice in your life. You need to put some practice in your schedule. And here's the thing. We believe in God, right? And, and we, we love him. And then there's this thing called sin, right? And we all have sin. Once I said that word, some of y'all just, you know, tweaked in your chairs a little bit. Something just ding, ding, ding in your, in your mind. We have this thing called sin. And sin kind of tries to jump into your passion, right? But listen, your sin has a fight with passion. I think your sin can fight with passion, right? So, like, if you sinned right before you got here, and I don't know what you were doing today, but if you sinned right before you got here, I think that, you know, your sin and passion, that's a good fight. But listen, sin will always lose to a life of practice. Hear me tonight. Passion versus sin, that's a good fight, right? Because passion by itself is just all hype. 
So now that you hype and now you got some things that are tempting you, you know what I mean? It's a good fight. But passion versus sin, is, it's a good fight. Sin versus practice. Try to sin while you're reading the Bible. Try to sin while you got some worship music on and you're praying. We got to graduate. We, we got to say, listen, this passion thing is okay. And this passion thing is awesome. But I'm falling back into my old ways. I need to match my passion with some practice. You got to know yourself. Drake is, is the theologian, I promise. Know yourself. You need to know yourself. If you sin every night at 8.30 p.m., set an alarm at 8.30 p.m. to read your Bible. Match your sin with some practice. Don't match your sin with passion because you always lose or you may win. Listen, match your sin with practice. It's a good fight. It's a good fight. I want to read a, a, a verse to you real quick. James 5, 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Listen to me tonight. You guys are expecting healing sometimes in the wrong ways. God is saying, I can heal you supernaturally tonight. I can heal you. But check this out. If you just start talking to one another, if you just go back to the other, the other part of the verse, if you just start confessing to one another and you pray for each other, I think you can be healed. Listen, when you have passion and you match it with practice, it will always push you more towards Jesus. Listen, we, we love healing at the altar, but listen, God wants to give you some, some, some real healing, and he wants to match you. He wants to match you with some real healing. And listen, God wants you to actually get to know the people next to you. You know that? That he doesn't want you to just come in and sit down and leave. God wants you to actually be a part of the church. He doesn't want you to just come fill a seat and be at church. He wants you to be the church. And he wants you. Listen, God is calling tonight. If you don't hear anything else I say from tonight, hear me now. Listen, God is calling you to a closer relationship with him. And that avenue is actually not only passion for Jesus, but it's matched with practice. Got to get an amen for somebody tonight. And here's the thing. You know, we're all about passion and practice, and I'm sorry I've been saying this a long time. <laughs> I'm saying passion and practice a lot. <laughs> but check this out. Listen, I, I believe, you know, if you don't match your practice with passion, I believe your passion will fade. I believe that. If you, if you have all this passion and you don't put it into work, I believe your passion will begin to fade. It's a scary place to be. I, I remember in, in middle school, I was so passionate about, like, the 80s, all right? That was, that was in. Don't judge me, all right? A lot of us were doing it, right? It was just me. I'm sorry. Uh, I had the real tight, skinny jeans, and the goal was to wear as much colors as possible. Y'all remember that? It's just, just me? Come on. <laughs> yeah, the, the 80s came back in middle school. Y'all probably in high school. You know the, the different color stud belts. You're welcome for that memory, all right? The purple Vans. Come on, somebody. Who had purple Vans? Come on. Who had purple Vans? I got them on right now. Oh, yeah. We're praying for deliverance, Marky. We're praying. <laughs> I remember I was so passionate about the 80s. I'm talking about, like, yo, this is never going to fade. Like, this is crazy. Snapbacks just came in. I had, like, every, like, every, all the gear, snapbacks. I remember me and, like, a bunch of girls had snapbacks. I'm like, girls wearing snapbacks, too. It's lit, though. What's up? We had all the, the cool, like, glow-in-the-dark bracelets, and, like, they just came back in, and... The silly bands, and the silly bands had to match your whole entire outfit. Like, 
and you had your silly bands down your arm, you had no blood circulation, they had to, they had to take it away because you, you almost fainted on your way to class. I'm like, hey, miss, call the doctor. She's about to faint. I remember I was so passionate for that. I was so passionate for the 80s. And listen, the 80s, I'm sorry, it faded away. Listen, and I remember my parents, you know, parenting me. They'll look at me and be like, oh, it, it's just the face. It's just the face. He's passionate for something, but it's just the face. He's passionate for this. She's passionate for that, but it's just the face. Listen, is the enemy looking at you like, yo, you're passionate for Jesus. This is just the face. It'll wipe out. It'll wash through. It'll wash through. He, he, he loves God now, but, you know, in a, in a, couple, in a couple months, he's going to love that thing better. He's passionate for, you know, Friday nights, but after a while, he's going to fade back. She's going to fade back. Listen, this isn't a negative sermon. This is a sermon that's going to motivate you to say, listen, I got all this passion, and I got no practice. I need to do something with my life before my passion fades away. Because if you don't match it, it will. It's crazy the devil does when you just got passion. He begins to question the very passionate moments that you have at church, right? So, so, you, so you have that moment, right? And, and man, I've had so many moments like this where God just becomes so real in my life and at the altar. And then all of a sudden, because I don't do anything about it, right, I find myself in corners and I find myself in all these little places and the devil begins to speak to me. I, I literally hear him so clear. He goes, was that really real? Look at you. He always points at you, right? Look at you. Look at, look at what you're doing. He presents you with the temptation, and when you do it, he judges you, right? It's just me. Come on, do it, do it, do it. Look at you. Look what you did. Look what you did. I thought you loved Jesus. Church was last night. Look what you're doing today. Look what you're doing. Look at you. And we begin to question the very thing that happened at the altar, the really real thing. It's redundant. The really real thing that happened at the altar, he questions it all because there's nothing matching our passion. And then we question, like, whoa, I had an amazing moment two weeks ago. What's up with me now? I think I'm worse when I started going to church. I'm worse now. I, I love Jesus, and I love this whole thing, but now I, I think I'm, I'm worse before I even met Jesus. Listen, because the devil knows that you're up to something. So he gets up to something, and he starts to throw you all these things. Listen, if you have passion tonight, put your passion into practice. Put your passion into practice. Can we say that? Just say it out loud. I believe in, you know, speaking. Say, I will, come all over this house, I will put my passion into practice. And if you're here tonight and you're saying, man, I, I know practice is awesome, but I'm missing out on, this, on the, that passion part. And you're saying, listen, I, I never even had that moment with God before. Oh, I did. And what was once an awesome wildfire is actually now like a little candle. What was once a huge wildfire for God is now a small little candle. And any blow will just wipe away everything I believe in. If that's you tonight, I, I'm talking to you. If you just have this awesome flame for God and you're on fire, woo, 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 woo. In love with Jesus. And now it's like, I can miss a month of Fridays. I could. That hurt somebody. I'm like, what? Oh my God. I miss Jesus. 
What was an awesome flame is now a small little candle. And anything can wipe away everything you believe in. If that's you tonight and you feel like what was once a flame is now a candle, I have a verse for you. 2 Timothy says this, for this reason, I remind you, come on, the application for tonight, fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you. Fan into flame. Fan it into flame. Listen, I don't know if you ever worked on a fire before, but it takes work. Listen, you've been, you have a lot of passion and you feel like you're, it's dwindling. Listen, you got to put some work in. You got to put some work in. This is the moment that we sweat, not because it's hot, because we're working. This is a moment where we take our lives and we change our schedules around our passion to Jesus. Not our passion for money, not our passion for comfortability. No, 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 our passion for Jesus. This is the moment. This is the moment. I remember I was starting to fire once, and this is my position, right? I, and if you're in the back, you don't see me, I'm sorry. I, like, got on my knees, right? And I'm, like, with this fire, and I'm just trying to build it. And, like, you know there's wind around it. It's like, you ever, like, try to light something, and you got to, like, block the wind, right? You know what I mean? Because it's real windy. So now you're, like, making this, like, you know, Play-Doh little thing. And I promise you, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on my knees, and I'm just trying to put this flame. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. And listen, this is what your life is going to look like these next couple weeks, getting on your knees and getting this little flame and saying, God, I need to fan into flame. I need to do some things. I need to block off some distractions. I'm sorry I can't talk to you no more. I'm sorry I can't go there no more. I'm sorry. I need to do something to keep this flame alive. Fan it into flame. Your passion for Jesus is going to take some work. Listen, this is no more daisies and roses. This is war. Come on, this is war. Fight for your soul. Fight for your passion. Fight for your Jesus. Fight for it. Because if you don't practice for it, if you don't put the work in, man, you're just one blow away from your passion being wiped away. Matthew 7, 24. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. In other words, if you hear these words and you do not do them and you don't apply them and you don't put them into practice, vice versa, it's as if you're building your house on sand. Hearing and doing, oh, that's a house on the rock. Just hearing, that's a house on sand. You're one wave away from coming apart. One wave away. One problem away, one issue away, one friendship away, one invitation away from everything you've built, everything come crumbling down before your eyes. I'm asking everyone to stand up tonight, and I'm just asking the worshiping to come up. And it's all right if we get loud. I, I love it. Let's get loud tonight. All over this house tonight, we just, you know, eyes up here, eyes up here. You guys look beautiful tonight. You guys still here tonight? Can you make some noise if you're in the room tonight? Make some noise. Let's start getting loud. I, I love, I got, I got like, you know, I got black ears, you know what I mean? Black people ears, you know? I'm blessed with that. John 4.23. And I love this. Check this out. I love this. I love this. As if God was in the room tonight, he's looking for true worshipers. God's in the room tonight saying, listen, I got some water. Are there any empty buckets for me to fill tonight? That's what it says. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit 
and in truth. Next verse. For they are the kind of worshipers that the Father seeks. God is looking for worshipers in his house tonight. Come on, every head bowed, every eye closed. He is looking. He is searching. Come on, he's in the aisles, I believe, right now. He is dropping in to 1143 Parnell Street. And he's saying, I'm looking for some hearts to fill. I'm looking for some flames to set apart tonight. Listen, God is calling you. God is leading you into a life of passion matched with practice. All over this house, with every head bowed and every eye closed. If you want to make a decision tonight for the very first time to say yes to Jesus, forget about the person to your left, forget about the person to your right. This is just you and God in the house tonight. No distractions, nobody in the way. If you want to make a decision right now to say yes to Jesus, you want salvation in this house tonight. As simple as it sounds, on the count of three, I want you to shoot your hand up on the count of three. At the count of three, every head bowed, every eye closed. If you want Jesus in this house tonight, shoot your hand up at the count of three. Ready? If you never made this decision before, come on. The moment of salvation is now. Do not let it pass you by. One, two, come on, three. If you want Jesus, shoot your hand up right where you're at. One, two, three. Hands are going up all over this place. Come on. If you want Jesus, if you want Jesus, one, two, three hands. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Can we grab every hand in this aisle tonight? Come on. Hold every hand in the house tonight. Come on, we have three brothers and sisters that say yes to Jesus tonight. You can make some noise for that. And three. Listen, we're going to pray right now. And what I want your prayer to be is, God, I need some practice. Come on, just bow your heads right now. God, I need some practice. I need, I need to put this passion into its place. I got so much passion. And God, I need to really walk the walk. God, I'm ready for a new moment. God, I, I promise to make you number one in my life, number one in my schedule, number one in everything that I love. God, I want you to lead me in and every moment of my life. God, use me. Lead me. I want to know your heartbeat. God, I want to know what you love. God, I want to know what you want from my life. Come on, begin to open up your mouth. We're going to worship. Come on, begin to give, give a prayer to God. Come on, say, Jesus, I surrender to you. Come on, I surrender my, my trials. God, I surrender my plans. God, I give it to you tonight. Give it to you tonight. Can we all pray this prayer tonight? Let's all pray this prayer tonight. Every head bowed, eye closed. Let's pray this out together. Come on, say, Jesus. Every voice in this house, come on, say, Jesus. I confess that I'm a sinner in need of a savior and God right now come into my heart and start a fire that cannot be taken away come on pray that again God start a fire that cannot go out I believe you are the king of kings come on say it I believe you are the lord of lords and today my life is forever different come on and everybody says amen and amen Let's start to worship. Shoot your hands up in the